Hey, welcome home, everybody. You're watching Legacy Television. I'm Jeremy Pearsons, and we're so glad to have you with us here today in the House of Faith. You know, several months ago, we started talking about something from the Word of God in a series that we've called Crossroads. And I, I promise you, I actually tried to move on from that in these new series of broadcasts, but I believe that I heard the Lord say, you're not done yet. And I want to know from you, if you've been following us and tracking with us in this series called Crossroads, talking about standing at these intersections in life and needing to hear the voice of the wisdom of God lead us and guide us and give us direction about what way to go. And if you've been tracking with us in this and it's meant something to you, I want to hear about it because I know, I know right now it's coming out of me because one, I believe you need to hear it, but two, I need to hear it. So if there's nobody else out there listening to this today, Believe me when I say I am preaching to myself right now. This is the place we're in, in our ministry, in our lives. I believe right now we're standing at an intersection, at a crossroads, and it, we are more tuned to the voice of the wisdom of God than we've ever been before in our lives. And we believe it's time for us to make some changes and make some turns, and it's all good things, all exciting things. And I believe hopefully within the next several weeks, Sarah and I will be able to come to you on this broadcast and fill you in with every good thing that's going on in our lives right now. But we also want to hear from you about the good things God's doing for you. And if you've been at one of these intersections and you're hearing the voice of the wisdom of God lead you and guide you, and you've got a testimony, or as we call them, a glory story that you want to share with us, we want to hear it. So the Legacy Studios app has a way for you to contact us there. You can contact us through our website. Whatever you do, get word to us about how good our good God has been to you. I want to get right back into this series called Crossroads that we've been in. So if you've got your Bible, get that. You may want to find something to, to make notes with. But let's pray together and get into the word today. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We worship you. We praise you because you are good. You're faithful. You're kind. You're merciful and gracious. We come before your word today with eyes wide open. We want to see Jesus. We come with ears wide open. We want to hear his voice, the voice of our good shepherd. And we come before your word today with a heart that is wide open to see more, to learn more, to understand more about who we are in you, who you are in us. We give you praise and thanks for every good thing you've begun in us. And we call you faithful to finish it in Jesus name. Amen. If you've got your Bible, I want you to go back with me to the book of Proverbs chapter 1. And in the 20th verse, for the next several verses, this has been our foundation for the study that, again, we've called Crossroads. I want to read it to you, first of all, from the New King James Bible. It says in verse 20, Proverbs chapter 1, that wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares, the Bible says. She cries out in the chief concourses. At the openings of the gates in the city, she speaks her words. And this is what she's saying. How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? For scorners delight in their scorning and fools hate knowledge. Now listen to verse 23. Turn at my rebuke. And wisdom says, surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. The Bible tells us just a couple of chapters after this in Proverbs chapter four, that wisdom is the principal thing. That means wisdom is a priority in whatever you set your hand to do, whatever direction you're taking in life. The first thing you need really before you ever take that first step is the wisdom of God. 
Wisdom is the principal thing. And we know from the New Testament, in the book of Colossians, that we can be filled with the knowledge of the will of God for our lives in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That is available to you as a born-again believer full of the Holy Ghost. You can be filled with a knowledge of what God wants you to do, how God wants you to do it, where God wants you to do, where He wants you to go, and you can be filled with the wisdom that it takes to get the job done. Now, if you're like me, then the next thing you want to know is, okay, great. If I need the wisdom, where do I go to get it? And that's what these verses in chapter one are all about. This is where you can find wisdom. And again, maybe you've heard me say it so many times, but let me say it again. I am so thankful. I am so grateful that God did not hide his wisdom in some faraway place or put it at the top of some high mountain that I've got to climb and go speak to some little bald man and ask him three questions to get the wisdom of God. This is where God put wisdom. Did you hear it? It says wisdom's crying aloud outside. She's raising her voice in the open squares at the chief concourses. The Amplified Bible says that wisdom is crying out in the streets. Wisdom is crying out in the markets. It says wisdom is crying out in the intersections. And that's the one that really stands out to me. In chapter 8, you see that same thing echoed again. It says that wisdom cries out, understanding lifts up her voice. Verse 2, she takes her stand at the top of the high hill beside the way where the paths meet. That's what an intersection is. The New Living Translation there says it's the crossroads. It's where one path meets another path. And if you're in that place, then you're in a decision-making place. Am I going to keep going straight? Do I hang a left? Do I take a right? And there are these intersections that you and I are standing in every single day of our lives. Some are smaller than others. Some are more significant than others. But the good news is when you get there, wisdom is there. When you're out in the streets, wisdom is out in the streets. When you're in the markets, wisdom, the wisdom of God is in the markets. And one of the reasons I bring this up is because the wisdom of God is one of the things that so marked and so defined the ministry of Jesus that when he opened his mouth and spoke, more than once people stood back and said, what wisdom is this? What gracious words he speaks with. And people, they question him, where does he get this wisdom? And you look back at what he said, and so much of the time, it was so simple. It was such simple instruction. There was one time they challenged him on whether or not they should pay taxes. And Jesus said, bring me a coin. And they did. And he said, whose face is on that? And they said, Caesar's. And he said, okay, give to Caesar what belongs to him. Give to God what belongs to him. That's simple, right? But people flipped out about it. They thought, what wisdom is this? Well, that is one of the main characteristics of the wisdom of God is its simplicity. It is, first of all, simple and pure. And this, coming out of the mouth of Jesus, was one of the things that so defined and characterized his ministry and caused him to stand out from anyone and everything else well, the wisdom of God is supposed to define and characterize the life of every believer, mine, yours, all of us, the same way. We are supposed to live and operate in that same level of wisdom. The people step back and go, where did he get that? That's amazing. I never saw it that way before. 
Well, it's just simple. It's the wisdom of God. It's the wisdom that created the heavens and the earth, and it's inside you right now. Praise God. And the good news is wisdom can be found. The only thing that's significant at all about these places where wisdom is, the only thing that makes them significant is that you're there. There's nothing unusual or extraordinary about the streets, the markets, the intersections. Well, why would the wisdom of God be there? Because that's where you are. That's where you are. And we've been talking so much about standing at these crossroads and not missing the turn. How many times a day are people, just naturally speaking, just driving down the road and, oh, I missed a turn. I was supposed to turn there. I was supposed to turn here. There's any number of reasons that people miss their turn. And we've talked a lot about that. So if you've missed anything in this series, go back and find out why people miss their turn because it's happening in their lives on a spiritual level more than it's happening even here in the natural. People are missing their turn because they got bad directions. People are missing their turn because they were moving too quickly or got distracted. Here's a big one. People miss their turn just simply because they don't like being told how to drive. That happens in the natural. You think you know a better way. I'll tell you what, it happens a lot more than that in our spiritual lives and walk with God where people don't want to be corrected. They don't want to be told where to go. But if, you, if that's the attitude you're going to have, you will end up missing the direction that God has for you. Now, let me show you from Scripture today in the time that we've got why it's so important that we don't miss these turns, that we hear wisdom crying out in the street saying, turn, turn, turn. Isn't that what she said in verse 23? Turn at my rebuke. The good news is if we will, she will pour out her spirit on us. I will make my words known to you, wisdom said. So let's look in the book of Psalms. And I want to establish something that I believe is going to take us through this broadcast on into next week's broadcast as well. But if you will go with me to the book of Psalms, chapter 66, I want to show you why I believe it's so significant that we make these turns when wisdom says turn, when you're standing in this intersection, where do I go? What do I do? Maybe it's the choice about a relationship, somebody you're spending time with. Maybe it's a choice about a job you take or a school you go to. Maybe it's an intersection where you're having to decide, do I live in this part of the country or that part of the country? Do I do my life with these people or these people? What church, what family am I supposed to be a part of? The good news is you don't have to stand there scratching your head trying to figure it out based on your own way of thinking, the good news is wisdom is standing there crying out and will tell you which way to go. And here's why it's important. Psalm 66, verse 12. Look at the last part of this verse with me. It says, we went through fire and through water, but you brought us out to rich fulfillment. That's the New King James Bible. The King James says, you brought us out into our wealthy place. This is why it's so important that when we're at these intersections, standing in these crossroads, we hear and yield to the voice of the wisdom of God because where wisdom is leading us is to our wealthy place. Where the wisdom of God is leading you today is to your wealthy place. Now, what is a wealthy place? Where is a wealthy place? A wealthy place for you and for me 
is the place wherein we prosper spirit, soul, and body. That is true wealth and that is true prosperity. You know, sometimes when I'm out on the road ministering in churches to different congregations, I do this little test with people. If I'm talking about some of these things or specifically talking about God's will and ability to prosper our lives, a lot of times I'll say, let me, let me ask you to fill in the blank here. A prosperous person is somebody who has a lot of, and people all over the congregation, you'll usually hear it, two or three, four or five different places pop up, money. A prosperous person is somebody who has a lot of money. And I always say to them, and I'd say the same thing to you if that's what you said, why didn't you say peace? Why didn't you say wisdom? Why didn't you say any of the number of things that the Word of God clearly tells us are worth more than gold, more than rubies, more than silver? Look at the Word and find out what's worth more than money. Because to me, a person with a lot of peace, even if they don't have a lot of money on hand at the moment, if they got a lot of peace, if they've got a lot of wisdom, if they've got a lot of the love of God in their lives, if they've got healthy and strong relationships, they are a rich person and getting richer. See, your wealthy place isn't the place where you just have more money here than you did when you were over here. No, your wealthy place is the place wherein you prosper spirit soul, and body. Now, let me ask you a question. If you were to arrive at an intersection, and let's just say, spiritually speaking, there were these road signs, like you're out on the highway or you're out in the city and you're, you're, you arrive at an intersection and it's very clearly marked. If you go this way, you're going to be on this road. If you go this way, you're going to be on this road. Well, let's say you arrived at an intersection in the spirit, so to speak, and there was a road sign. And to the left, it said, Poverty Parkway. <laughs> and to the right, it said, Road to Prosperity, Prosperity Road. Now, it would be a pretty simple choice if you had to decide which way you were going. If I head this way, it's poverty. If I head this way, it's prosperity. And I know a lot of times we wish there were signs that clear, but we talked about that in the course of this series if you remember, I said, stop seeking a sign. What you need first before any signs, you need the word. Jesus said signs will follow the word. Signs will confirm the word. So stop looking for a sign and start listening for a word. The interesting thing about your wealthy place and arriving in that place, it's not just about you being in one condition one day. And then you get to the next place and all of a sudden you're in a brand new condition. Prosperity isn't just about the place, although that's very significant. I mean, how important is it for you to be in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing with the right people? And how many different times in, in, in people's lives have we seen it when they disconnected from one group and, and started fellowshipping with another, they ended up thriving in their lives because they cut off, you know, bad relationships and things that were draining them and they connected to things that would sustain them instead. Well, that, that's an indicator you're in your wealthy place. But it's not just about arriving in a physical condition that, okay, now I'm here, all done, you know, kick back, now we're good. That's, that's not the entirety of prosperity. Let me show you what I'm talking about. 
You're here in the book of Psalms. What are you in? 66. Back up one chapter, just one, and look at verse 11. This is what the psalmist says about God. He says, you crown the year, that word crown. I mean, think about a a literal crown, a king's crown or queen's crown, the shape that it's in. It's that circular shape. And that that circular shape represents the the, uh, being surrounded. That's what that crown represents. The, The domain of this kingdom is all around. And when he says, you crown the year here, He says, you crown the year with your goodness. In other words, I'm surrounded with your goodness. But listen to this. Your paths, he said, drip with abundance. Your paths drip with abundance. Now connect this to everything we're talking about concerning standing at these crossroads, trying to decide what road am I going to take? One of the main themes all throughout scripture is the path, the road, the way. These words appear hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times all throughout the scripture. What path will you take? You could probably think of several just off the top of your head. The path of the just is like the shining sun. It gets brighter and brighter to the perfect day. This one we read here, your paths drip with abundance. I spent some time in just getting ready to come talk to you, just looking through the word about the path of the righteous, the path of the just. There's one, more than one, several scriptures that tell us there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is death. So you can have a path of life and you can have a path of death. And again, wouldn't you love, you know, a... a, an intersection sign. Wouldn't you love a street sign that said, that way death, this way life. And it would seem like it would be so, so clear. Well, that's what the word is. This word is your sign. And what we know about God's paths from this scripture right here is that his paths drip with abundance. So let's put together what we're talking about. We know that from scripture, there is a God-ordained place for all of us wherein we prosper spirit, soul, and body. And it is upon every believer to seek God, to seek Him in His Word, to seek Him in prayer and find out where that place is, who you're with in that place what relationships are in that place, what you set your hand to do in that place. And I've experienced it firsthand in my life. I've had relationships and fellowships and connections that did nothing but drain me. I've had fellowship with people that it just seemed like it was more work than anything else, but I've experienced what it was like to sever that tie and connect over here with somebody else or another group of people to where it absolutely was a flow and a stream of life to me. You have to identify what drains you, what sustains you. And when you make that distinction, then you pursue those things, those God relationships, those God-ordained places for you to be in. That's your wealthy place. But again, it's not just about arriving in that place one day. Evidently, the path, 
that gets you from where you are to the wealthy place, that path also drips with abundance. And this is good news. The good news is you don't have to wait to prosper till you get into that place of quote unquote finality. No, you can begin prospering right now the moment you take a step of faith. How do I say it, Lord? The moment you take that first step, you're you're moving in this direction. Wisdom says, turn here. And the moment you hear that, you yield to it. And even if it's not the way you thought you were going to go, the way that seemed right for you to go, but because you trust that voice, you determine, I am going to follow this path. And you take that step onto that path right then prosperity begins to go to work in your life because his paths drip with abundance. This word path here is actually pretty cool. If you look it up, it it actually literally means trench. I want you to get the picture of of an old wagon wheel, uh, uh, an old wagon that's making its way maybe through the dirt and the mud and every time that wheel goes around and the further it goes, it leaves this long trench in the road. Well, it's not hard to see where that thing has been. And that's this word path here. In other words, even where God's been, even where he was, his presence was just here in that place. There's abundance there. There's prosperity there. Now, why is that significant for us? It's pretty simple, folks. It's because we're following him. It's because we are following the leadership of His Spirit. His wisdom is leading and we are following. And the good news is, in that track, on that path, it drips with abundance. You and I can begin to experience the abundance, the overflow, and the prosperity of God, spirit, soul, and body, materially, financially, every area of our lives, the moment we begin to follow him. And we're going to talk some in, in next week's broadcast about this, but Jesus extended an invitation to, to, to several people, a lot of people, a little two-word invitation. He just said, follow me. But when you look up that word follow, it's a compound word, and it literally means to take the same road I'm taking. It has a sense of unity with it. Literally, Jesus is inviting you and inviting me. Come get up here on the road that I'm on and go to the place that I'm going. And when you're following him, guess what's in the path of where he just was? Your prosperity. This is prosperity road. And I know you wish there was a road sign, but here it is. Here's your road sign right here. Come take the path that he's taking. How do you decide what path that is? Whatever path most enables you to seek first the kingdom of God, that's the path you prosper on. Let's worship together, and I'll be back in just a moment. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. 
You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the house of faith.